Please turn in your Bibles to 1 John chapter 3. Yes, we're going to finish the first half of verse 1. That's after nine lessons, I think it's nine lessons. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. It is such a powerful statement that he goes on to say in, the, in verse 2, the first half, it says, Beloved, now we are children of God. Or now are we the children of God, depending on what version you read. Amen. Either way, we're God's kids. Amen. And, we, you know, that is such a massive revelation to have. Whether you get excited about it or not, it's still a fact that you're God's kids. Amen. And I think the only reason that we lose that excitement is we... we may not have a revelation of what all that means, which is the reason why I decided we're going to take however many weeks it was going to take to get there. Amen. Because we're not just trying to race through the Bible. I want you to get revelation because revelation is what delivers you. Revelation is what sets you on your path. Revelation is what, is what allows you to defeat the devil. Not information, revelation. Amen. Amen. So, We've been, I'm not going to go through anything we've already done. <laughs> All I'll say to you today is we dealt with angels last week, so please check it out on YouTube. Today, I'm going to move on. There was so much to talk about, you know, and I, I left things out, and, and you know, I had people come up and say, well, what about this? And I said, yes, I know. I left that out too, okay? So <laughs> okay, because we could have talked about Daniel, because he had, you know, angels in his life, and exactly what I was sort of saying to you today you know, the 21 days that it took angels to break through to get his prayer answered. There's a lot of angelic activity around you. Just understand that you're never alone. Amen? And they are there to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. They are there to help you. Just know that. Hallelujah. Okay. So today, as we bring this verse to a conclusion, <laughs> I want to just mention a few more things. I haven't even talked about greater works. Let's just stay with the works, shall we? Okay. I think it'll all freak you out otherwise. All right. <laughs> so remember all the works, all the things, the signs that follow those who believe? Okay. That was in Mark chapter 16. All of that's yours as well. Okay. It's all in his name. And also, one of the things I want to also mention is the, uh, what's brought out in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And those are the nine manifestations. They call them the gifts, but they're actually manifestations. And it's more important that you understand them as manifestations than gifts. What's the difference? A gift is something that is given to you. A manifestation is, some, is, is something that manifests that's in you. And if you understand, see, if you think it's a gift, then what we say is, well, that person has the gift of tongues, and that person has the interpretation, that person has prophecy. Because it's a gift, see, you don't get more than one gift. You know what I'm trying to say? But if it's a manifestation, you get one Holy Spirit and nine manifestations. And he can manifest however he wants to. Whatever the situation needs, that's the best one. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Amen? And so that's why it is important that you understand it more as a manifestation or manifestations of the Spirit rather than gifts. Amen? And all of that is yours. Why? Because behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called His kids. I shorten that. 
<laughs> okay? Do you get it? That's why the Holy Spirit will come to live in you because you're one of his children now. Do you see the connection? God's kids has God's Holy Spirit living in them. That's why the Apostle Paul said, don't, do you not understand that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost? You don't need to go to a building anymore. You're it. Wherever you go, a temple goes. Amen? Hallelujah. And I just want to read some of these manifestations because they are just so awesome. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, I won't spend a lot of time on them. I promise. Okay? Because <laughs> I do want to get through this. There is another revelation I want to get to that is, I, I feel like is crucial before we finish this section. So I want to get to it. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 8, it says, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing, healings. Now I want you to understand they're plural both ways. They're gifts of healings. Did you get that? Okay. By the same Spirit. It means that, okay, just one second. <laughs> it means that there are different kinds of healings. It's not just one kind. You know, it may not just be a physical healing. You might need an emotional healing. You might need a mental healing. What, okay? Whatever healing you need, it's all in there. And whatever gift, you know, whatever gifts, giftings are required to manifest those healings will come. Again, we need to know, we need to understand, we need to receive. Amen? All right. Uh, and also, you know, when he talks about faith, it's not talking about the kind of faith we have. It's a... It's a um, it really is a manifestation of faith that allows you to far exceed your normal faith. So it's one of those things where you do something and then you wake up the next day and go, dear Lord, what did I just do? One of those things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what that means. Can I just go back because I was racing through them. The word of wisdom. Let me just quickly talk about word of wisdom. See, there are, there are three different things. Here. There's the word of wisdom. The word of knowledge, and then if you jump down to verse 10, it says to another working of miracles, to another prophecy. Those three things deal with past, present, and future. See, what we need to do is understand that sometimes you walk into a situation and you think something is wrong here. That is a manifestation of the Spirit. You need to understand that something is working in you. Don't question it. Don't doubt it. Don't talk yourself out of things. Do you hear me? You just check with God and say, okay, why am I getting a bad feeling here? What's wrong here? And don't let people talk it out of you as well. You know, sometimes you say, I don't think we should be here. And go, why, why? Nothing's wrong, you know? And they'll, they'll, they'll get you to focus on the natural while you're picking up something in the spirit that is leading to something that you're not going to like at the end of the day. Do you understand? Amen. Anyway, so these are all the things that we are meant to be walking in. This is added to everything else I've talked about, okay? Being children of God, here is something else that you have been blessed with. Do you understand why the Apostle John says, what manner of love is this? That we were put into this position where we could receive all of these things and have all of this working in us, around us, through us. Wow. One more revelation. You ready? All right. Revelation chapter, and it is in Revelation <laughs> chapter 5. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Revelation chapter 5. We must, it, this, we cannot conclude this mini series without this. Revelation chapter 5, it, beginning in verse 9, I'll be reading through to verse 10. It says, And they sang a new song 
saying, you are worthy, talking about Jesus, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God. So we know it's about Jesus, right? You were slain, okay? Redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Hallelujah. That's all of us. It didn't say out of every Jewish tribe. Amen. It said every tribe, every tongue, every nation. I missed one, but anyway, you know every people, okay? I can't say every people. Anyway, okay? <laughs> but it's everyone. That's all of us. Why is this so important? Because of what it goes on to say. And have made us, all of us, kings and priests to our God. This is one of the most powerful revelations that you can get about being a child of God. Please don't walk in as a princess. Oh, I need a barf bag. Okay? I have heard this, and you know, we're all princesses. And you're not. The devil will whoop a princess. Listen, you know, I'm serious, man. You know, we need to understand that the Bible doesn't make a distinction between men and women. We do. It doesn't. It sees men and women as kings. But a girl can't be a king. Yes, if the king lives in her, she is a king. Do you understand? That's why it's Christ in us. And Christ is king. Jesus Christ is king. He is Lord. Lord of lords. See, have you ever wondered why it says king of kings, lord of lords? Which kings, which lords? You. Amen? Not all them natural ones. They don't know him. You know him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Listen, man. You, you, if you don't get this revelation, then you won't fight the devil from a high place. You'll always be fighting him from a place of a victim. You need to be in that victorious place. Amen. And fight downward. Because he's meant to be under your feet. You're not trying to squirm out of his boot. He's trying to squirm out of yours. You keep it tight. And the only way you can do that is with revelation. Amen? You need to know this. You need to receive it. We'll talk about kings and priests in a minute and what it means. Notice that we have been redeemed. Which means that there was a time you weren't. Because the devil will come and say, oh, well, what makes you think? Hey, 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 it's not what I think. It's what God says. My thinking needs to change to line up with what he says. Not how I feel. And know what you're lying to me about. Amen. Okay. Don't allow the lies of the devil to keep you from stepping in to the benefits, the blessing, the, all the things, the manifestations that God wants to bring through your life. See, you're meant to be a blessing down here. You know how we always say that? We are blessed to be a blessing. Well, what are we blessed with? Before we can be a blessing, we need to know what we're blessed with. Amen. This is what you're blessed with. Amen? All right. Let's continue. <clears throat> First of all, as priests before God, we can now not only pray for others and ourselves. Now, let me stop there for a minute. You know, that is one of the key things that allows you to pray. Yeah, but I've been, I'm out in the world. I'm not a preacher like you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay? That's a greater condemnation on us. You know, i got a big bullseye on me. Do you know why? Because I minister to you. 
I don't take this position lightly. I understand that I have an opportunity once a week to fill your tanks up. Once a week, I have the opportunity to give you God's word and strengthen you in your spirit. And try to put back what the, all the rest of the week has taken out. Now I pray it's not the only thing you listen to, okay, all right? And the only time you listen to something. But at least I know I've got this one chance with all of you sitting here together. And I'm, in a sense, counseling you one-on-one, -on -one, so to speak. Because nobody else is talking. So that's a good thing, okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> but, and, and that's the privilege that I have and the opportunity that I have. And that's the reason why I take this time out to minister this to you. And I want you to receive this. And I want you to walk in the reality of this. Now, what you, I can't do for you is meditate this for you. You need to take this and you need to begin to meditate and tell yourself. You know, one of the ways of meditating is just mutter to yourself, thank you, God. Every time you learn something here, just take it away with you and just mutter it under your breath. Thank you, God, that I am a king and I'm a priest. Amen? And as you begin to understand this, then you'll begin to understand wherever you are, I didn't get off my top topic, okay, wherever you are, you can pray for people because you are a priest. You may not be up here ministering, but you are a priest. You all need to say, say, I am a priest before God. Amen. Amen. That is a powerful thing because there are people that, and you know, you need to be a good priest. <laughs> uh, hints on being a good priest. All right, quickly. All right, just, just let me share something with you that might bless you, okay? It's a funny thing that as this presence begins to grow in you, people will, I don't know why, but people just have this, they want to confess their sin to you. They want to say, you know, I haven't been as good as I should be, and I've done a lot of bad things. And, you know, you, your response is not, you dirty sinner, what is wrong with you? Is not the way a priest acts, okay? <laughs> All right, that's not, that's not what they're looking for. Yeah, let's never go to him, ever, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you know what, what do you do with something like that? What do you do when somebody starts to do that? Well, what does the Bible say? It says, if we acknowledge our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you know what your obligation then becomes? That's amazing. Do you understand that by you just doing that, God has now forgiven you and cleansed you? You are back in a place of perfect righteousness. So whatever guilt you have hanging over you, get rid of it. You did the only thing that you need to do. Acknowledge that you did something wrong. Wow, turn a frown upside down. <laughs> Amen, and you get a smile. Man, there you go, I like this guy, I'm coming back to him again. Because he don't judge, you know, <laughs> amen? And you know what, you get rewarded for being truthful. And God always rewards truthfulness, amen? I said God always, anyway. Watch out for man, okay. Okay, okay, I won't go there. All right, so anyway, so, it says, so we can now not only pray for others, but we can also go directly to God when we sin and confess it before him. Isn't that a brilliant thing? That we don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to find a priest. You are a priest. So if you mess up, you can go to God as a priest 
and say, Father, forgive me of my sin. In Jesus' name, amen. And you're done. You have the right because you're a priest. Amen? Amen. Okay. And I said you can be instantly forgiven and cleansed from all unrighteousness so that we can once again walk in his perfect will and be perfectly righteous in his sight. That is one of the most powerful things that you can have in your life. The revelation of righteousness. Because when you stand in a place of righteousness, right standing before God, then you can move mountains and you can pray like the Bible says and receive everything. Now, we still need to develop faith. But let's not get condemnation getting in the way of that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Added to this as kings before God. I could go on, but let me just move on here because I want to I bring this particular revelation to you because out there you are more kings than priests because you're out there doing battle you are bringing in finance you know the wealth of the world do you know one of the ways that we receive the wealth of the world is through you amen because the world pays you and then you bring it to god hallelujah amen okay and you know that scripture comes to pass because you bring it to pass so just know that that is, your, that is one of uh, the, the blessings of you being a king. Amen? All right. So as kings before God, we not only have access to God's own armor, but have the potential to be more than conquerors. That's in Romans 8.37. Remember that? Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through, through him, again, who loved us. Isn't it interesting how love keeps cropping up there? All right. And we have the potential to be overcomers. That's in 1 John 5.4. Amen. Remember, for whatever is born of God. Are we all born of God? If you're born of God, then you have the potential to overcome the world. I told you, I said the potential. <laughs> okay? Up to you. Some people just get in the kind of fetal position, suck their thumb and disappear. You know, any pressure comes in them, you know, and they're gone. It's just, all right, they're checked out. Hey, can we not do that? Amen. See, being a Christian isn't about having a life without challenges. In fact, it is a life with more challenges, but more victories. Hallelujah, man. I tell you, it lets you know that you are more than a conqueror. God proves it through you that you can overcome all things. And, you know, it is because of that conquering kind of attitude, that overcoming spirit, that it goes in the same Philippians 4, 3, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do you get this now? Think about that for a minute. I can do all things. What, I want you to do something now. Don't go crickets in your brain. Okay, focus. <laughs> I want you to think about something that you think is impossible. This verse tells us that I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. See, a lot of the time, the problem is we don't think we can do it. Because we do what the, you know, out of the, remember the 12 spies that were sent to check out the, the promised land? 10 came back with what the King James calls, and I like it the best, an evil report. 
they measured the task against themselves. And they said, we can't do it. <laughs> Two came back and said, we're more than able. And it's very sad how the people sided with the ten. You read what happens next. They all cried all night. I wonder what Joshua and Caleb were doing. They weren't crying. You know, I almost think they're sitting there and going, what a waste. Seriously. After everything that God has done for us, this is how you react? Amen. And you know what, family? Some days you need to get away from the crowd. Some days you're the only guy standing. You know what I'm trying to say? And if you are it, then so be it. If you're standing, then stand. Having done all to stand, stand. They even got to stand there for, you know, <laughs> okay? Just don't quit. And we need to understand this. In light of you are God's kids. That you have potential that you haven't even discovered yet. And it is only in conflict. It is only in, you know, when you're facing a difficulty, will that come out. It's when you're in the middle of something and... Instead of going, oh my God, what are we going to do? I don't know what to do. That's when you come up with, okay, God, do your thing. Do you understand? You are, not, you are not under the circumstances. You are meant to be changing them. <laughs> okay? Don't even try to get over them. Change them. You know, Jesus was in a storm. He decided he didn't want a storm anymore. He said, you know, he said, peace, be still. There, change the circumstance. Now there's no problem anymore. Are you all with me? You will only do that if you get this revelation. To, to some of you, this is the, so far away, it's a dot in your rearview mirror right now. Okay, <laughs> I understand that. But start to work towards it. Please do something new. Take one step. I'm not telling you, you know, traverse the whole journey. Take one step. Find one thing you can confess over your life. Because you are a child of God and you've got so much. You know, God is waiting for you to do something with your life. Now, and I'm not saying that I know people are doing awesome things with their life right now. But it's still nothing compared to some of the things that he's still got for us. Don't be ungrateful for where you are. But don't be satisfied either. Do you understand? Be grateful and keep pushing. <laughs> okay? And, and, you know, it isn't about more wealth and more this and more that. It's about what else can I do? How else can I be a blessing? That's the push. Do you understand? Amen. Okay. Because all the other stuff will come to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. And all of these things will be added. Do you know why they'll be added? Because you're going to need them to do what he's called you to do. And the more you have to do, the more you're going to need stuff. And he will not send you out unequipped. Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> I could go on, but, well, I will just a little bit. So those are just a few of the benefits of being a, a children of God. And why the Apostle John said again, as the last time you're going to hear this, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. And then he goes on to say, yes, part B. Here it comes. <laughs> somebody says, oh, thank you, God, there is a God. <laughs> now, it's very interesting. He goes on to say, therefore, the world does not know us. 
because it did not know him. Now, we're, we're coming to another area that we need a revelation of, and I don't want to rush through this. <laughs> let, me, let, let me just get into this just a little bit, okay? Let me define the world to you. All right, you ready? <laughs> yes, yes, it's a teaser. Colin G. Cruz writes this. He says here, as in a number of other places, it denotes the unbelieving world. People who are opposed to God and to those who believe in his son. Okay, so th that's what the world is. People that are opposed to God and his son. Are you all getting this? See, there's some part of the world that is not opposed to God. They're kind of fancies, you know. <laughs> They're kind of like, well, we're not sure. That's not who we're talking about now. Okay? These are people that are absolutely opposed to God. Are you all with me? You, you see some of their stuff on YouTube and stuff. You know why this stuff isn't real and blah, blah, blah. Those people. Okay? All right. Okay. So that's what we're talking about, the unbelieving world. Such worldly people are under the power of the evil one. It is this unbelieving world which does not know us, and it did not know him either. There are two areas we're going to talk about. One is very obvious, and that's the world. But what's not obvious are all the religious ones that call themselves Christians. All those Pharisees that came against Jesus. The one they should have been supporting, they came against. I think that's what takes us off God, catches us off God. And that's where we need to be careful. So we're going to be talking about both of those things. See, where you're going to get, okay, you're going to get some insight into this. I won't spend 20 lessons on it. Okay, might be just one, because <laughs> right? I want to get on to the next verse. But I need you to understand that opposition can come from the most unlikely places. And if you're not aware, you'll be caught off guard. If you're caught off guard, it doesn't give you an advantage. And I want to give you an advantage. Amen. I don't want you to ever get caught off guard anywhere. Just say, oh yeah, I know you too. <laughs> okay? I know the world, but I know you too. Hallelujah. You look like a Christian, you smell like a Christian, but you quack like a duck. No. <laughs> Sorry, I changed it. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, right? Okay? <laughs> Amen. You know what? Just because they label Christian doesn't mean they're a Christian. The Bible says it this way, not all Israel is Israel. Amen? Not all the church is the church. Do you know one of the most difficult people I had to deal with after I became a Christian, where are the Christians? Because they thought I went nuts and everything. <laughs> they still think I'm nuts. But, you know, well, maybe I am. Who knows? Well, leave me my insanity. I'm happy. All right? <laughs> Seriously. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, they were like, oh, you're extreme and you're this. And, you know, I look at them and they're doing nothing with their life. I'm thinking, you know, I'd much rather be extreme and a little wrong than do nothing and, and succeed at it. Amen? Amen. Amen. With that, I'm leaving it. <laughs> We're going to go on to something else otherwise. Let's have every head bowed, every head closed. Father, we just thank you today for your word. And we thank you, Father, for all the wisdom and revelation.